John here, and we've got a new sponsor, DistroKid. Now that you've finished your latest Pirate Math SpongeCore Twitch trek, it's time to get it out there so everyone can hear it. DistroKid helps musicians get their music on all the major streaming platforms, and artists keep 100% of their royalties. And because you're a high-gain listener, you get 30% off. Just go to distrokid.com slash VIP slash high gain. That's distrokid.com slash VIP slash high gain. And now DistroKid has an app. The DistroKid app is available for iOS and Android. You can download it at distrokid.com slash app or in the app and play stores. We'd like to take a minute to thank our pals over at Isotope, makers of software and plugins for audio repair, mixing, and mastering. The new gold standard of audio repair, Isotope RX11, is coming in May. Buy RX10 now on sale and get RX11 absolutely free when it's released. We use Isotope products here at the High Gain. It's an important part of how we've been able to bottle pure podcast gold week after week. High Gain listeners get 10% off using the promo code FRET10. That's F-R-E-T-1-0. That's all at isotope.com. I-Z-O-T-O-P-E dot com. Hey, this is Ed Peterson. And this is John Kiltica, Ed. Yeah, it is. This is the High Game Podcast, John. It is. What do we talk about, John? We talk about guitars all the time, guitars. What kind of guitars, John? The one you play with your finger hands. Okay. You said that last week, finger hands, and I got a little chuckle out of it. <laughs> I, I listened back to the episode, and I don't know if I chuckled in the episode, but I thought it was great. Nice. Where are we recording from, John? Beautiful. West Seattle. It's cold. It's a little cold. They're saying maybe snow. I maybe don't know. Maybe snow, which I, I'm that dubious. is, that is if, when Seattle gets snow, an That's inch rare. of snow in Seattle is like 12 feet in Denver. Start incantating over your <laughs> small children. and Sure. You should just do that anyway. Yeah. Incantate, Nate. Incantating yeah. <laughs> over your children. You should do that anyway. Yeah. Beverages. Great. Yeah. Where'd we go today, John? We went to Real Fine Coffee, Ed, and I want to thank you for buying me coffee. (laughs) Why'd I buy you coffee, John? I am one of those people that puts my wallet in the same place all the time. Every day. So I don't have to worry about where's my wallet. I do the same thing. It is always in the same place. Yep. So when it's not in the same place, Mm -hmm. dollars to donuts. Yeah. Ooh, donuts. Something's wrong. Yeah, right. So I had that feeling today. Ed had to buy me coffee because I couldn't find my wallet. Yep. Came home. We were setting up when I realized I had put my wallet through the laundry. It looked cool, though. You know, it went through the washer and the dryer, which is amazing. Yeah. And then there was just shit all over your dryer, and your wallet looks real super fucked up. Yeah, all curled up. and Yeah. I'm sitting on my wallet right now trying to reform it to my buttock. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I said John. I said well, it very aggressively why, today. Why, you, why are you being like that? I don't, I don't know. But Real Fine Coffee is delightful, isn't it? West Seattle's own Real Fine Coffee. Yep. It's connected to Rudy's Barbershop. Yep. So you can go get yourself a cup of coffee, get your hairs did, 
you know? Yeah. I got myself an Americano. Just a real fine Americano. Nice. I got yeah. myself a soy latte, Ed. Yeah. You know what I would pair with a real fine Americano? A Zvex. Oh, God. Yeah, when I think real fine coffee, that's the sound that goes through my head. Yeah, a sputtery uh, fuzz effect. Yeah. Of course, bespoke. I'd, totally. It is very bespoke, like uh-huh. the fine folks at Real Fine Coffee yeah. here in West Seattle. Yeah. The coffee is bespoke, the people are bespoke. Yeah, I love it. Well, you know where we're going today, Ed? Um, I don't. We're going to Chicago. Oh, Illinois. Yeah, Illinois. You know, a lot of the guitars we talk about came out in the 50s. 1950s. So you can imagine by 70 or so. Yeah. You're not really talking about these guitars as being vintage. You're not going to look at a 1960 Telecaster and say, that's vintagey. Did it happen immediately that people just shit on the CBS era and the Norlin era? Like, like right when they were bought, are people like, these are terrible? I don't you know. know. Yeah, I, I don't know I don't if either. that was the case, but the whole idea of what we consider now this massive vintage guitar market, right, right, it, it wasn't didn't. really a thing. Yeah, they were just used guitars. Right. Enter mm. our good friends at Northern Prairie Music. Oh, in uh, Wilmette, Illinois. I don't know anything about that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Arguably one of the first vintage guitar stores in America. Okay. At the time, they called it used. Okay. Any kind of big acts that would come through. Sure. Would stop in, see, like, what do they have lying around? What's that guy's name, the Prairie Home Companion guy? Oh, Garrison Keeler? (laughs) Oh, that guy. (laughs) Yeah. Northern Prairie Home Companion. Just garbage. <laughs> He's awfully quiet these days. Yeah, what's his deal? Didn't he do some bad stuff? Oh, he got caught up in the Me Too oh, stuff. No. He, yeah. Oh, no. He was doing stuff. Oh, Garrison. Old white dudes. Good job. Yeah. So they've got all these used guitars and touring acts that would come through. No. Uh-huh. So I'm a touring act and I'm like, oh, crap, my, you know, 58 Les Paul needs a new bridge or. Sure. Some shit. I'll stop into this place. They have right. all kinds of used stuff. Yeah. Okay. And so many acts were coming through and they were fixing this up. They thought, what if we tried to make our own? Make our own. Make our own guitars. Oh. We should see if uh, anybody's interested. Put one out and see if anybody cares. Yeah. The owners of this store uh-huh. were a guy named Joel Danzig. Oh, Danzig? Not that Danzig. Glenn Danzig? No. His dad? No relation. Come on. Oh. You're fucking shitting me. There's not two Danzigs out there. There's a whole clan of the Danzigs. This Danzig is with a T. T A N Z I G. Dant Zig. <laughs> the Glenn Danzig with the bricks in his driveway and shit. No. <laughs> What's that? <laughs> he lives like in some upper middle class neighborhood in like fucking Florida or somewhere. And Danzig lives in this fucking area and he painted his house black and he put these wrought iron gates up and, you know, there was some bricks that were used for the gate. And then apparently he had a bunch of extra bricks. So there's just like his house is black. He's got a shitty Jaguar in the driveway and this wrought iron fence. And his neighbors start bitching at him about like, you got to get these fucking bricks out. You know, the place just looks trashed out. So I think there was maybe a homeowner's lawsuit. We had to call in a dump truck thing, and there's these pictures of Danzig, like, screaming at his neighbors, just like, you motherfuckers, like, throwing bricks in a 
<laughs> big fucking dump truck. Yeah, you know about that? I don't. So this guy, so this is his dad. Uh, no. <laughs> but he is one of the principals in Northern Prairie Music. He's a kind of guitar repair guy, luthier kind of guy. He's the guy fixing up all this stuff sure. and swapping parts and doing Okay, sure. His partner? Yeah. Is a guy named Paul Hamer. Out of Hamer, Illinois. What's that? This is a Hamer sunburst. So what's up with this thing? I don't know. They wanted to make more guitars yeah. that they thought would be as good as the used ones. Sure. And would compete with the overseas copies. It's 73 at this point. Mm-hmm. What's happening? Lawsuit era. Yeah, 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 yeah. So Hamer's thinking, let's make original made-in-the-U.S. guitars. Okay. We yeah. want ours to be badass. Okay. They are considered the first boutique guitar maker. Was it kind of a high-end? To buy one of these new would cost you more than to buy a new Les Paul. Oh. Making them out of the back room of the guitar shop, Northern Prairie Music. That's cool. They have a few early designs. Uh-huh. The Standard, which was an explorer shape. Okay. The Vector, like a flying V. And people would come in, wow, that's cool. Can you make one that does this? Can you make one with this feature on it? And they'd say, yeah, sure. Make them a custom one-off. Then they start getting more popular with people like Rick Nielsen. I like the cheap tricks. I like them a lot. Great. This is, man. I thought I'd go with the studio version instead of the live at Budokan. Yeah. I'm, I'm way more live at Budokan. Personally. That was Hammer. That is like way 70s produced. Rick Nielsen from Rockford, Illinois. Oh. All these Illinois guys kind of knew each other. Okay. Is yeah. that right down the road? I don't know. Uh, I don't. Yeah. Sure. Okay. So they start taking out ads in 74. Okay. They're like, wow, a lot of people kind of like these. Paul Hamer? Yeah. Small, like quarter page ads. They couldn't afford like the big. Sure, sure, sure. And slowly it starts taking off. Kiss. Oh. Bad Company. Savoy Brown. Def Leppard. Kiss, Bad Company, Def Leppard, Savoy Brown. Judas Priest. Okay. I've heard of these bands. Yeah. These are bands yeah. I've heard of. But not the Savoy thing. I don't know much about that. This is working. The bands like it. Sure. They respect the instruments. We're making mm -hmm. them the highest quality we can possibly make them. Okay. 1976, they incorporate. Let's do this, man. Hammer Guitars. Okay. Is kind of legally born. So they're not up to the sunburst yet? We're not there yet. 77, this Sunburst is their first production model. Oh, so before that, even like the Explorer model, they were all like custom ordered. I can imagine that model working today. How the fuck did that even work in the 70s? Like, that seems terrible today with the internet. Let's see if you can place this one. Ed. Okay. Is it, uh, is it, uh, is it, uh, uh, what's her name? Is it, uh, is it, is it uh, Joan Jett? It is. It's, a, it's the Runaways. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, and that's Lita Ford on right. the guitar playing what they called the standard hammer, which was the Explorer shape. Man. Yeah. How about that? 
you may have to edit out me stammering for you know two minutes, but I got there. Yeah, that's <laughs> you did. You, you got there. You were totally there. <sighs> this is the most grueling part of this when I'm in the hot seat <laughs> identifying bands. I'm super clenched right now. Yeah. <laughs> well, so you want to know a little more about this? Oh, uh, sure. The 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 sunburst. Yeah. So yeah. in '77, okay. the sunburst comes out. Okay. Uh, the body is British Honduras mahogany. That's yeah. That's kind of normal. It's based loosely on the Les Paul Jr. shape. Okay. It's got modified DiMarzio PAFs. Yeah, it's got the one, like, zebra thing, right? Yes. You notice that the bobbins are exposed mm-hmm. as opposed to having, like, the chrome covers. The bobbins? Yeah, the things that the pole bangers go into are called bobbins. Okay, it's not the pole bangers themselves. No. One bobbin is cream, one bobbin is black. Oh, those, those are, are bobbins? Yeah. <laughs> I do like that we've officially, you know, landed on pole banger. <laughs> yeah, the pole bangers go into the bobbins. <laughs> okay, great. Great. Okay. I'm with you now. The pole bangers go into the bobbing gangers. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Bobbing gangers. Yeah. Yes. Learning can be fun. Right. No, I love it. I love it. This is fantastic. A couple things here. Yeah. So you see the bobbins are exposed. Yep. We see that all the time on guitars. Sure. They were the first to do it. Oh, just not have the like aluminum-y. But yeah. people would take it off, right? People a lot would of people take... would. Yeah, a lot of Les Paul players were like, fuck right. this and take them off anyway. Is there any reason to have them on outside of aesthetics? I don't think so. Some of the covers, the pole bangers do not go through. Like, certainly all of them do not. And some of them are just straight up solid, right? That's right. Yeah. I could see some weird argument that the magnetics go, you know, more uniformly over the whole top of that. Because it's metal or some shit like that. Yeah, who knows. Yeah. DiMarzios weren't always used. Okay. In their one-offs of earlier years, they would use actual Gibson PAF pickups. In the Hamers? Yeah. Okay. Uh, They did this for a couple of reasons. One, they had a whole bunch of lying around because they were a used kind of repair store. Yep. And two, they were an authorized Gibson repair shop. Sure. Hey, we're going to need a whole bunch more PAFs. (laughs) (laughs) And then they're throwing them in their own guitar. That's great. Yeah. Uh, That's killer. I think that's why that maybe didn't last so long. Oh, yeah, 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 Uh, yeah. Maybe they sent a little letter to my guy Paul. I didn't see any indication that that happened, but you do kind of wonder. Tell me something. Yes. Glenn Danzig's dad, what's his name? Joel. Joel Danzig? J-O-L. J-O-L? Yeah. Superman, isn't he like jo- Joel? 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 Joel Peterson? <laughs> so, yes. Joel Danzig. Joel. Yes. <laughs> Superman's dad. Yeah, Joel. Okay. <laughs> Sounds like a Star Wars Joel. monster. Maybe, Jajel, yeah. So, Danzig, is uh-huh. he still alive? Yes. Oh, great. So's Hamer. Paul Hamer? Yep. Doing stuff. Yep. Okay. Whew. Wait a minute. What? How many have we gonged? None. None. None yet. None gong. None gong. Oh, I love it. Okay, great. Yeah. Great. Uh, so, I was telling you about this actual guitar. 77. The pickups, they got old Larry DiMarzio to make them. Okay. Uh, and they dewound the neck pickup. Okay. Because these things were pretty hot, 10 plus. <laughs> if you dewind, not rewind a pickup, just right. dewind Just loosen it, it a little bit. The impedance goes down. So that neck pickup's about an 8.2. They intentionally did they that. They intentionally did that in the 70s. You had yeah. your big... Uh, Marshall stacks. Your and, big Marshall yeah, stacks yeah, yeah, and yeah. stuff. And 
the hot hot boys would push <laughs> push an amp pretty hard. Yeah. And they weren't getting the tone they wanted, so they slacked up on the neck pickup. Huh. And more people like that. Okay. You know, in seventy seven. Uh, oh, seventy seven. Never mind the bollocks. Here's the Sex Pistols. That came out in seventy seven. Steve Jones, the guitar player. He had a sunburst. Oh no shit. <laughs> Oh, I did yep. not know that. The Sex Pistols? Yeah. Stick with me here. In my brain, the yeah. Sex Pistols are like the first boy band. Because that Malcolm McLaren guy, he had a clothing store, I think. Yeah. You know, for like the punk kids. Yeah, he was like the impresario. Right. It was the band he made to sell clothes. Right, exactly. Yeah. And he sees Johnny Rotten walking down the street. And you know what t-shirt Lydon was wearing? What? He was wearing a Pink Floyd shirt. And you know what he did? What? Leiden wrote, I hate, above the logo. <laughs> he had like X'd out their eyeballs and stuff. That's so it was, good. I hate Pink Floyd, and that's how he got in the band. So good. They kicked their bass player out because he said in an interview he liked the Beatles. <laughs> Hey, you got to have standards. Like, yeah, no, totally. Yeah. We better get this Sid Vicious guy in here because he fucking hates the Beatles. What's Sid Vicious up to? Uh, what's Sid Vicious up to? Yeah. He's, he's doing stuff, isn't he? Hanging in, out, doing stuff? You know, with... with in hell. Jeez. <laughs> okay. What year is that guitar? Is that like a... This 70s? is 78. Wow. That thing looks amazing. This is the second year did, they were made. Did anyone play that thing? Sure, sure. There's belt buckle rash on the back. There's checking in the finish. Okay. Uh, it's actually beautiful. The front of it, it looks pretty pristine. We borrowed this from our good friends at Thunder Road Guitars, Ed. Thunderroadguitars.com? Yes. Right up the street there in yeah. beautiful West Seattle there on California Avenue. Yeah, it's fantastic. We went up there and we talked to Frank. Frank's a cool guy. He's totally a cool guy. Yeah. Two volumes, one tone. <laughs> Pickups. Whoa. Yeah. Neck. 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 Both. When you are in the middle, yeah. you are out of phase. If you've only got three positions, one of them being out of phase... You gotta. You gotta go for it. Anyone that's not putting their pickups out of phase, they're just a fucking dummy. Hardtail through the body strings, Ed. It's very Les Paul Jr. double cut, but it's got binding on mm -hmm. the top. Uh -huh. And so it's fancier looking. And yeah. the finish is nicer. Yep. Yeah, and you could get binding on the neck and you could get block inlays eventually. You know, in 77, yeah. Peter Finch won the Academy Award. Did he? For network. Network. Yeah. yeah. But you know who didn't win the Academy Award? Who? Robert De Niro for Taxi Driver. That movie is killer. De Niro in uh -huh. Taxi Driver? Come on. Someday that... a real rain will come. <laughs> That's exactly right. <laughs> that movie's crazy. <laughs> when, you know, go on a date. Maybe go see a movie. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You know, uh, Rick Nielsen had a hammer. Rick Nielsen from Cheap Trick. Yeah. Okay. And the truss rod cover had the initials JSK on it. JSK. He was in the shop, Northern Prairie Music. Right. They needed a truss rod cover, and that's one they had in a drawer. <laughs> really? Yeah. He's told people over the years that the guitar belonged to JFK's younger cousin. JSK? <laughs> Great. Yeah. Yeah. Was that Rick Nielsen guitar that looks like Rick Nielsen? A hammer. Was that a hammer? Yep. Oh, my God. With the headstocks that go out at the like, opposite like angles, feet. so their feet? Yeah. Oh, my God. Ever see the five-neck one? Yes. That's a that's hammer. That's a hammer? Uh-huh. Oh, my God. He was keeping those guys in business. People were asking for stuff, and they would do it. 
we are billing ourselves as the custom boutique guitar maker dudes. That's amazing. It wouldn't really work if we said no. Right. <laughs> right. But goddamn, that guitar that looks like Rick Nielsen, that is crazy. What do you know about Martin Barr? 70s? Yeah, guitar player guy. Yeah. <laughs> is this what he's from? Yeah. That's him playing right there. Okay. On his yeah. hammer Didn't, sunburst. You know, this fucking band. Jethro Tull. Jethro Tull won the first ever heavy metal Grammy. The first heavy metal Grammy, it was in like late 80s, early 90s or something. And Metallica was up. And Jethro Tull's fucking bullshit flute shit. <laughs> Well, so what do you think? What do you think of Jethro Tull? <laughs> oh, I love him. I did it again, didn't I? I love your irascibility. Just, just let it go. Yeah. Flow. Yeah. Just let it flow old, from me. Old man Ed. Yeah. <laughs> At this point, 78. Yeah. They've got ads in magazines in 74. Yeah. They've incorporated in 76. Right. They're ready to expand. We better oh, get no. our man Frank Untermeyer in here. Ooh, Untermeyer. They get Untermeyer? They get Untermeyer. Fuck. Yeah, we need an international sales manager. Oh. You need international sales. You're calling Frank Unt. Yeah. He goes hard in the international scene. Yeah. What's Frank up to these days? Frank's around. Oh, okay, good. Yeah, he's doing stuff. Oh, good. Yeah. I don't like where you started going with this, that they're expanding out. Like, these guys have a good thing going, building guitars one by one for Rick Nielsen. Speaking of the Rick Nielsen, yeah. Rick Nielsen gets a call in yeah. 80 okay. saying, uh, we got a super double secret recording session we want you on. Oh. you got to fly to New York. Okay. Yeah, who's it for? I can't tell you that. Okay. We'll tell you when you get here. It's for John Lennon. Okay. It's for the Double Fantasy album. Okay. The last album he would record before he died. He died on your birthday. He did. Every year when your birthday rolls around, you get to hear a lot of John Lennon. I do. That's great. Yep. So he shows up mm -hmm. and John Lennon's like, hey, Rick Nielsen of Cheap Trick. Yeah. What's that? Oh, this John Lennon? It's called a hammer. <laughs> oh. It sounds pretty good. How do yeah. I get one of those? Rick Nielsen of Cheap Trick. Yeah. Let me call up Paul Hammer. I'll have one sent to you, John Lennon. Wow. So wow. there are pictures out there of John Lennon in the studio on these sessions. Playing a hammer. Uh-huh. They were spreading kind of by word of mouth that way. That's cool. Yeah. Okay. R.I.P. John Lennon, by the way. Oh, John Did you Lennon. Know about that? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I heard that was a thing. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Do you know shoes? Footwear? Yeah. Yes, I know shoes. What if you um, were to take shoes that you wear on your feet mm -hmm. and be so inspired as to name your band that? Shoes? Yeah, the band Shoes. Cruel You. 1979. Yep. Yeah. Okay. 79. Yeah, they played Hammers, and they have their place in history mm -hmm. as one of the however many bands were played. On August first, nineteen eighty-one, on TV. Why? They were on. They were on. Um. Um. What's the? What's the? Like. Like the. 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 the thing. <laughs> they were on. Like. 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 They were on. What's that thing called? The. The. Oh, I can't think of. Like. Ah. Uh, what is it? 
MTV. That's not what I was thinking. August 1st, 1981, MTV debuts. Okay. And the video for that song, By the Shoes, yeah. was one of the videos played. Video killed the radio star? That was the first one played. Is that the first one they played? Yeah, you know. Yeah. Guy like me, I know all about it. Uh, Brinsley Schwartz? <laughs> You're just making shit up now. Like, what? <laughs> yeah. Brinsley? Brinsley Schwartz. It, mm. Who traveled in old Brinsley's circle? <laughs> Dave Edmonds. I, Graham Parker, Nick Lowe, what? Elvis Costello. He played with all those dudes. Huh. He sounds very aristocratic and just, this dude's eating eating biscuits and having high tea and bullshit like that. Brinsley? He was the fourth or something. Brinsley what? Oh. Brinsley something? The Schwartz. Here's what he did for our man Graham Parker. Oh, okay. This is called Local Girls. Ed. Okay. I like that little key thing, that little... Yep. Okay. So the hammers are spreading far and wide. Yep. Crap, we gotta move out of this little guitar shop. We gotta move out of this guitar shop. We got fucking Reagan in power. He's gonna make all these small businesses, all these American-made small businesses, they're gonna be thriving. Oh, yeah, they're gonna love him. Oh. They're gonna love him. They need a larger facility, Ed. Mm-hmm. They move to Palatine, Illinois. They move out of Hamer, Illinois. Yep. And they uh, move to... Palatine. Yeah. Oof. I'm having a second beverage. I'm having a Purity Organic Lemon Agave Ginger Super Juice. Whoa. It's hard. It's very tangy. You can take it. I'm doing it. I'm doing it. I'm not going to stop. Well, Keep I going. I know how you are. Now they're staffing up, Ed. Mm-hmm. They have a staff of 12 now. Wow, in 80? In 80. They got 12 dudes. Okay, okay. They, they're ramping up. Okay. And they're adding new models with okay. you know, different kinds of names and stuff. Mm-hmm. You know who is spotted with a sunburst like this? Uh, Robert Smith of The Cure. I don't know this. It's, uh, oh, the Ramones? Yeah. Like what? Yeah. What? Like, Johnny Ramone. Is playing a hammer? Is playing a white hammer special. Weird. He had them rip out the bridge pickup. Yeah. Put in a different bridge plate and put in a, uh, angled single, single coil. coil. Okay. That thing sold actually recently after our man Johnny split. Where'd he go? Oh, no. Yeah. Yeah. When did this happen? 2004. Yeah. I like those guys a lot. The guitar was found and it was put up for auction. Yeah. 55 grand. Wank segment. Yep. <laughs> yeah, Ed loves it. I love it. Wank segment. Yeah. All right. Same time, if I could give you a little bit of whiplash here, Ed. Okay, where are we going? Since I just played the Ramones, mm-hmm. I'll play something real similar. Mm. Not. Mm. What is this? Uh, <laughs> right? You're trying to place it. I, uh, 
Yeah, I, I totally know it. I just don't know who this band is. Judas Priest. Come on, the priest. Turns out I wasn't a big priest head. I wasn't either. Glenn was Tipton, yeah, the guitar player. Yeah. Wow. When you think that that is a band that terrified people, like they're, oh, so scary. It is Judas kind of funny. Priest, and then you hear that, and it's just like, Jesus Christ. If you could take the scariest <laughs> impulses that are being created now and teleport them back, right. oh people my God. would just be like spontaneously combusting. Oh, my God. The music I listen to. Let's like, take like the average Marilyn Manson video and teleport it back to 1979. Throw some death grips back at Judas Priest. See what they do with that. Yeah. <laughs> Terrifying. You know Steve Stevens? Yes. Yeah. From Billy Idol? Yeah. Right? Billy Idol's guitar player? Yeah. He loved the hammers. It's a really, well, maybe it's not a weird set of people who play these. This was this was something I had on vinyl, and this was something. Really? That, oh yeah, oh yeah. I totally didn't. Yeah, yeah. That thing went through some heavy rotation in Ed Peterson's bedroom. Eighty-three. <laughs> yeah. The original run of these Sunburst models. Yep, 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 yep. Uh, is discontinued. So seventy-seven to eighty-three. One at a time, handmade. Yeah. You go to Thunder Road Guitar and check it out. This thing's pretty cool. Yeah. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> I had this on vinyl, too. <laughs> Don't judge me. I'm not Don't judging. Don't look at me that way. <laughs> Whoa. Oh. Man. Oh, that's great. They love the hammers. Well, of course. Steve Clark, he had a standard, which is the Explorer shape. Mm -hmm. What he didn't have, mm. turns out, was a very oh. long life. Oh, no, really? Yeah, yeah. Our man Steve Clark, born 1960. Yeah. Wow. He splits in 91. Really? 30 years old. Wow. What year was that album? 83. Was it really? Yeah. Whatever. R.I.P. What was his name? Jimmy Clark? Steve, Steve. Clark. Steve Clark. Yep. Uh, so at this point, a weird series of steps get taken. So I'm going to tell you some of them. <laughs> 87. Uh-huh. Our man Paul Hamer himself, yep. Yep. he leaves to pursue a career in retail. A career in retail? Uh -huh. What? <laughs> like he's selling shoes at JCPenney's or something? Tell me he's got a store or something, like a guitar I, store? I don't know. What the fuck? Yeah, I don't know. They've still got the manufacturing. But okay. they're like, oh crap, who's going to do the sales? Because Paul... He's the guy flying out to yeah. you know, give guitars to people and shit. Uh, what are we going to do? Mm -mm. They approach our man, Command. Oh! Old Charlie. From, from Ovation. Ovation. Yeah. Like, hey, would you guys like to handle sales for us? Okay. Not only that, but a year later, Command buys them. 93, our man Joel's had it. He splits. Okay. 97... Command takes Hammer, moves him to Connecticut. You got to okay. come over here to the mothership. Yeah. He actually moved 10 of the builders. Remember they okay. had like 12 yeah, yeah, people? Yeah. He paid to move them to Connecticut. Who okay. Know, who knows if they wanted to leave Chicago, but... That has been a thing that we've talked about multiple times. Like, what a specialized skill these people have. Yeah. And they go and they move these plants and what happens to the people. This is, I think, the first time in all of these episodes where there's a confirmed... We took care of the employees. Yeah. Not only that, but they bring back Joel as a technical director. Joel. 
old uh, Joel Danzig. Okay. Ah, <laughs> oh, Danzig. Yeah. I love that Danzig. guy. And Untermeyer? <laughs> yeah. The Unts. Uh, he's there. He becomes a general manager of both. Oh. Hammer and Ovation. Wow. They must have been <laughs> into his deal. Oh, I'm super into this guy's oh, deal. Yeah, are you kidding, kidding me? me? <laughs> <laughs> Ten okay. years later, in 2007, yeah. Fender buys them. Okay. They buy Ovation as well, you know, right. from Command. Any overseas production that had begun, yeah. I think primarily Ovation was doing a lot of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, they ceased it. So really? Like Merca is what they're interested in. Yeah. Uh, and they bring all the people, too. In 2010, though, Danzig leaves Fender. Okay. He starts Joel Danzig Guitar Designs. <laughs> really? Yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, our man Joel. We got to get our hands on a Danzig. That would be pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, 2012? Yeah. That's it, man. Fender ceases all Hammer operations. That's it. Of course. No more Hammer. Huh. <laughs> All right. The Judas Priest. They buy Hamer and then just like, fuck it. Shit can it. Yeah. But, you know, KMC Music 2017. Yeah. They announce, we're going to reintroduce Hamer guitars. Mm-hmm. We're going to go back to the classics. Yeah. It's all overseas stuff. Were they doing overseas like in the 2000s? Yeah, I think so. One thing that does surprise me about this whole story is the fact that they were high-end and boutique because I think... In the beginning. In my brain, I just don't picture them as... A very boutique brand. You want to hear some more of this? Uh. Some Pog. The clean sound, it's... It's a great guitar. I would recommend it to anybody. All right. That's it for that, Ed. That's great. Uh, What's this guy's name? Paul. Paul Hamer? Paul Hamer. Still around. And Jimmy Danzig? Uh, Joel Danzig. Okay, great. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. Yep. (laughs) Man, this has been a kind of little rocky, rough uh, ride, but nonetheless fascinating, Ed. Fascinating, Fascinating. Are you kidding me? Yeah. The most fascinating. The, The most of all. Yeah. Hey, where can people find us? You dial up the internets yeah. and look for the high game. I love it. That's where you find us. Okay, they should do that. Yeah. They should also go check out ThunderRoadGuitars.com. Oh, totally. Or swing by West Seattle uh-huh. and go into the Thunder Roads brick and mortar there in West Seattle or yep. Portland, if or that's Portland. your jam. 